0: This is the Straight From The Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Y'all,
1: guess what?
0: Hi, we're back. We're back. It wasn't nearly enough. I just want you to know.
1: I mean, I, I didn't go anywhere, <laughs> so I'm fine.
0: Um, I did, this is Danielle, by the way, (laughs) if you don't know our voices, it's Danielle and that's Jamie. Hi. Hi. And I went away, went to Florida finally, cause y'all are probably like, well, that bitch just go on vacation. Will she just go? Well, I did. And can I let you know, I'm such a wimp. I literally had like a panic attack for the whole first one and a half hours on the damn plane. Cause I did not want to be on that plane at all. I cried. It's only a two hour flight. I know. (laughs) So, we got there a little late, and <laughs> I didn't get to eat. And that's, like, the song of death for me or whatever. Because it's, like, you can't not let me eat something. And I had coffee, Wait, so I, I had don't the jitters. why
1: you didn't eat. Like, did you not make it in time to go no, dra- to- No, we didn't make it in time. To, like, like, I would have grabbed some toast or something. Because you, hangry, are very hard to deal with.
0: Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Poor Bruce. He's, like, the biggest fucking saint. I was hangry, like, twice while we were down there and had, like, a complete meltdown. He was, like- it's okay. It's, it's all okay. right. He's Meanwhile. like pet me like a dog. Calm down. Meanwhile, it's all
1: right. I'm sitting eating Bruce's straw for his lunch again. I know.
0: So anyway, so we had a great time. Got to see my grandparents, which was wonderful. And I'm so glad they got to meet him. And I have to just say, being 44 and still having my grandparents, I am like the luckiest person in, around in, in many, many places because a lot of people don't have their grandparents still. So I got to spend some time with them. We went to Daytona. We did the tour of the Daytona 500, and it was actually pretty neat. Like, I'm not really a nascar person, but I'll do it for him because I know how much he likes it. Um, but it was actually pretty interesting. I liked um, its start and how it was on the beaches. And By the way, it's the Daytona um, racetrack, not the Daytona Oh, the Daytona, Daytona racetrack. I'm sorry. Daytona 500 is what he wants to go to. Sorry. And you know what? It was really neat. They were saying, like... Um, you know which seats you should sit at and you know like the bottom seats are the worst because you really can't see everything Mm -hmm. plus you get a lot of dust up and you know stuff like that from the track but you can't really see everything so you want to be in the nosebleed seats for that kind of thing and they were like well if you come here for the coke 400 these seats would be about a hundred dollars and if you come for the daytona 500 and you're in these seats they're about four hundred dollars so i was like oh wow that's kind of interesting um so we got to do that. They told us about start, like, you know, how it went on, like, the Daytona Beach. They raced on the beach. And then they, they showed you a lot of history from that, like, at the end in the museum. So we did that. And then we had this beautiful place. Um, I don't
1: believe you were on the track that Dale Earnhardt died on.
0: Um, I can't remember. We might have been. <laughs> you know, they pulled. They did take us on the track. And they took us to the uh, finish line and everything. Um, and you got to get out and take pictures on it. And like, Bruce was like in his freaking heyday. Like if he could have like had one lone tear come down, he probably would (laughs) have. Because he was like there and he was touching it. And he was like, oh my God, you know? And I was like, oh my God. I was teasing him last night. (laughs) Like, you are like, I lived in a trailer starter pack. (laughs) I was like, I love my Daytona. I love my NASCAR. You know what I mean? I love monster trucks. (laughs) and i live in my trailer and i'll drink my bush beer and he was like it wasn't bush it was fuck i can't i know it was bush i said no i said budweiser he was like it was bush and apparently he used to steal his dad some of his dad's beers like when he would come from from school and stuff i was like see the trailer park starter pack i was like i knew you had it in you so anyway so we did that and then we um we stayed in this really great condo right on the beach in daytona And it was beautiful. And I cannot remember what the name of the condos were at the moment. Um, But the lady that we stayed, like it was her place, she lived on the property. She had the best racket going on, let me tell you. She lived on the bottom floor, which looked right out of the ocean. She had, like, three or four units up on the other sides, like, leaning out, like, so you can have, like, leftward views or rightward views of the Uh ocean. So, she didn't get a direct view of the ocean, but it was, like, right out your window to the left. You know what I mean? It was beautiful. Palm trees everywhere. She cleaned her own units and everything when everybody was done, and that's how she just retired and made all kinds of money on, like, that there. So, uh, her name's Samantha Beaumont, and if you find her on, like, VRBO or something, stay with her. She's amazing. She made our trip wonderful. We had a couple fancy dinners, fancy, very fancy. They were like over two hundred dollars, and to me, that was like a big deal because I've never been able to do that before. Like my birthday dinner was pricey, like that. It was an ass. Yeah,
1: had me some prime rib.
0: They can't. Me too. When I went to the one place, it was, and you know, it was so funny. Like when you you have to do reservations at this one place, and they addressed you by your name. And it was really cute because it was like, you know, hi, Danielle and Bruce Grenier. Because I didn't know they were going to do that. So I was like, poor Bruce. Oh, my God. But they addressed us, like, by our name. And then one dinner I took my grandparents out to because it was just so nice to take them to a nice dinner. Um, I just really love it down there. And I I feel like we have to get back down there. So when the kids get a little older, because right now, like, my kids are a little older. So I don't have much longer, you know, before Jonathan graduates. So, like, technically, if I really wanted to go, I could. Next but, time you know, I see
1: Bruce, I'm calling him Mr. Grenier. I know.
0: I'm like, well, oh, my God. And that's my married name, too. That's like my maiden name. But um, so he has, you know, uh, a daughter and a son. And, you know, we have some more time with them before we can, you know, take off. But right. we really had a good time. And it just was not enough to come back. It was like two days of travel, really, like on Monday and Friday. So we had like the three days in the middle. And I'm like, God, I wish I had a little more time. But I loved it. And I missed all you guys.
1: She did not miss me.
0: I, Of course I always miss you. You're like one of my favorite people in the whole world. She
1: called. So. I called you a couple
0: times on vacation. Oh, know. That's you know why, you call? why you didn't
1: miss me. Kathy. Our boss.
0: <laughs> Our boss who is also one of my closest friends. But you know she's still the boss too. And I'm like I ain't calling that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so
1: let's talk about the gross things that have happened to Jamie. Yes. Since we started at the Toll Plaza. Oh my god. Okay. So last week. Um, my friend Nikki, who also works at the Toll Plaza with me, yeah, was training her. a new girl. Right. And some guy came through and didn't have the money for the toll. Mm-hmm. So Nikki explained to him what was going to happen. We're going to violate you. You're going to get a ticket plus $50. Mm-hmm. This guy was on a long road trip and pissed in a cup and threw this cup of piss at Nikki. At oh,
0: God. That's right. Oh, my God. Gross. Oh, my God.
1: A couple days ago, somebody got spit at. Really? Super gross. And then this happened to me. Buckle up, people. Buckle the fuck up. <laughs> okay.
0: And what she needs is put your headphones on extra tight because this is going to be good. Yes. So,
1: I'm in a pretty busy lane and things are moving along pretty fast. But I'm a mom and Paco's always like, be aware of your surroundings. So, I'm always looking. Right. Around. And the car behind the car I'm helping has four young guys in it. Probably about, mm, I want to say between the ages of 18 and 22. Mm-hmm. And the one guy looks at the other guy and is like, do you have any ones? So the guy pulls four ones out. And with the last one, he takes it and he wipes his nose with it, laughs, and hands it to me to him to give to me. So somebody tried to give me snotty money. Mm. I'm so mad. So this boy comes up and he goes to hand me this money. And I said, first of all, I'm not taking that dollar bill. I saw what he did. I saw him wipe his nose on it. I refused to take that money. I will not take that money. I was like, we are in the middle of a pandemic and even if we were not in the middle of a pandemic, I would still not take that fucking money because it's gross.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So he was like, you will take this dollar because it's your job. So it was like a 20 oh. minute, it was like a four and a half minutes there down. Like I was like, you know that mom face? And he was like, you can't see me, but I swear to god, I feel like you guys can see me sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, They're we're basically
0: st- staring at each other, waiting for one of them to like, right. you know, decide something. Like, else. you're gonna
1: yield, motherfucker. So I said, look.
0: <laughs> you're gonna yield.
1: <laughs> Bend the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Bend the motherfucking knee. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho So anyway, up. <laughs> um, I said, I saw that you have a five. Give me the five and I'll give you a dollar bill back. And he's like, No, I'm not gonna do it. And like, we're going back and forth and I'm like angry at this point. So he's like, I'm going to talk to your manager. So I give him my manager's number. I was like, look, you can give me that $5 bill or you can stroll right through this fucking toll plaza toll booth. And I was like, and I will hit violate and take a picture. I said, and then you're going to get charged your $4 plus $50 for being a dick. Like, don't mess with me. So he's like, I'm going to call your manager. So I gave him my manager's number. And nothing has come of it. Because you know he's an asshole, and he knows he's an asshole. He probably went oh, home yeah. and told his mom what happened, and his mom probably called him an asshole. <laughs> I don't understand why people are waking up, choosing violence lately. <laughs> Kathy's kids are on my fucking nerves, ripping the clothes out of the dryer, not putting them back. Like,
0: Oh my god. Like, I've had uh,
1: it with kids. I've had it with teenagers. Dog. I've had it with you, Bunky, and you are a good boy. But the fact that you are of an age right now between 13 and 19... I don't really like you that much. So what are you doing in here?
0: All right. Beat it. We're doing a podcast. So loving.
1: That's not true. Jonathan,
0: stop. I do love the monkey.
1: Don't
0: say my name. Oh my God. <laughs> don't say my name. I can't get an ounce
1: But anyway, of peace. That's what happened to me.
0: Why am I back from We're Working
1: at the fucking toll plaza
0: because people are disgusting. Uh, I just can't believe somebody. I mean, I think it's really gross what they did to you. But I also think it's just morally reprehensible what they did to Nikki.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I am so disgusted. I was like, I said, I'm letting you all know. The first time, the very first time I get spit at, I get anything bodily, functionally thrown at me. Like, that's when Jamie quits. That's when Jamie's out. Not, 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 let's talk about it. No. Like, I'll sign my papers. Here's my uniforms. I'll take the shirt off my back. Like, I am done the minute I get any type of bodily fucking fluid thrown at me at all.
0: Like, I'm done. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess I really don't blame you. I I don't, I don't, I'm just trying to think, like, I would throw punches. Right. Like, you wouldn't be able to stop me. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be afraid of what I would do to somebody who attacked me like that. hit that violate
1: button, which Nikki was smart enough to do, so we got their license plate and the cops were called. Good. So, that guy is being brought up on charges. But I would have opened the toll door because the door goes up against their car. And I would have, like, slammed that fucking toll door into his car and fucked his shit up. That's what I would have done. But Nikki is a better person than me. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I'd have been like, Argh. Well, I'm like, do you, I mean, like, if somebody does stuff like that, like, can you call the cops on them, too? Or yeah, is they it-
1: get called. The cops be called. By the time the cops get there, they're already over state lines, though. And we call the cops, and we got a picture of their license plate. But when it's things that serious, like, during the pandemic, like, right now, that's uh, that's not, that's a felony. That's not a misdemeanor anymore. Like, right. Like, with this pandemic, they are fucking, like, you call on somebody, you're getting brought up on charges.
0: Mm. Well, pee, like, oh, my God. And that God. is a like,
1: full-on bodily fluid that they got thrown at them. And then we have to shut down the booth. Completely disinfect the booth. Mm-hmm. We have to call in special cleaners.
0: Oh, yeah. Because
1: it's biohazard.
0: I wonder who comes out to do that shit. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, man. It's just.
1: People are just disgusting.
0: Like, what? Yeah. why
1: you be so gross,
0: man? Don't be so gross, man. Ew. Well, I have like a funny story.
1: Oh, give me this funny story. I do.
0: I have a funny story. So <laughs> there's this little chihuahua going viral right now.
1: Oh, yes, I'm waiting to hear about this. And this this
0: person gave, like, the funny... I, like, literally laughed my ass off. And you know this fucking chihuahua is going to end up getting, like, freaking adopted. So, apparently this is, like, a... Wait, is
1: he up for adoption? Yes.
0: Okay. So, Tiffany Fortuna is the one who posted it. And I guess she does, um, rescue work? Okay. I guess. So so it's she's the dog is going completely viral so i wanted to read it okay it says okay i've tried i've tried for the last several months i mean it's like on all kinds of like different posts like the news did a story on this dog okay. that's how bait is okay so i tried to do i tried for the last several months to post this dog for adoption and make him sound dot 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 palatable the problem is he's just not There's not a very big market for neurotic, (laughs) man-hating, animal-hating, children-hating dogs that look like gremlins. But I have to believe there's someone out there for Prancer because I'm tired and so is my family. (laughs) Every day we live in the grips of the demonic Chihuahua hellscape he has created in our home. If you own a Chihuahua, you probably know what I'm talking about. He's literally the Chihuahua meme that describes them as 50% hate and 50% tremble. If you're intrigued and horrified at how this animal sounds already, just wait, Da dot, dot, dot. There's more. Prancer came to me obese, wearing a cashmere sweater, with a bacon, egg, and cheese stuffed in his crate with him. I should have known in that moment this dog would be a problem. He was owned by an elderly woman who treated him like a human and never socialized him. Sprinkle in a little genetic predisposition for being nervous, and you've concocted an erotic mess, a.k.a. Prancer. His first week, he was too terrified to have a personality. As awful as it sounds, I kind of liked him better that way. (laughs) He was quiet and just laid on the couch. Didn't bother anyone. I was excited to see him come out of his shell and become a real dog. I'm convinced at this point he is not a real dog, but more like a vessel for a traumatized Victorian child that now haunts our home. (laughs) Prancer only likes women, nothing else. He hates men more than women do, which says a lot. If you have a husband, don't bother applying unless you hate him. (laughs) Prancer has lived with a man for six months and still has not accepted him. He bonds to a woman, women, and takes his job of protection seriously. He offers better protection than capital security. This also extends to other animals. Have other dogs? Cats? Don't apply unless they like being shaken up like a rag doll by a a 13-pound rage machine. may be confusing to people as he currently lives with my other seven dogs and 12 cats. That's because we have somewhat come to an agreement that it's wrong to attack the other animals. But you know that episode of The Office where Michael Scott silently whispers, I'll kill you. To Toby, that's Prancer to (laughs) begrudgingly coexist with everyone when I'm around. We also mentioned no kids for Prancer. I think at this point you can imagine why. He's never been in the presence of a child, but I can already imagine the demonic noises and shaking fury (laughs) that would erupt from his body if he was. Prancer wants to be your only child. So what are his good traits? He is loyal beyond belief. Although to tell you a secret, his complex is really just a facade for his fear. If someone tried to kill you, I can guarantee he would run away screeching. (laughs) But as far as companionship, you will never be alone again. He likes to go for car rides. He is housebroken. He knows a few basic commands. He is quiet and non-destructive when left alone at home. And even though we call him baloney face, he is kind of cute to look at. He also smiles when he is excited. His ideal home would be the single woman, a mother and a daughter, or a lesbian couple. You can't live in an apartment or a condo unless you want him to ankle bite your neighbors. We already addressed the men and children situation. If you have people over, he would like to be put away like he's a vacuum. I know finding (laughs) someone who wants a Chucky doll in a dog's body is hard, but I have to try. And then she goes on to say, Prancer is available through Second Chance Pet Adoption League. He is in New Jersey but can be adopted anywhere in the general tri-state area. If you've always wanted your own haunted Victorian <laughs> child in the body of a small dog that hates men and children, please email at njwolf at cs.com. Oh, also he's only two years old and will probably live to be 21 through pure spite. So take you that Johnny into account if your you're interested.
1: Your mom showed me already.
0: Well, oh, she showed you the car. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Is that hilarious? Is that, that is not the best write up for a dog you've ever seen, but you wouldn't think, cause this is his picture. Isn't he oh, so cute, Sissy?
1: I think he's cute. I mean, not as cute as the ducks at Kathy's.
0: Oh, yeah, our dog. Yeah, our boss got, um... Baby ducks. Baby ducks. Oh, my
1: God. And I have a picture of these baby ducks, and I look insane. Like, I look like I am... I sent you
0: p- some pictures that I gave you. Yes,
1: they were way nicer than the one Kathy took, where I'm like,
0: <laughs> Duckies! <laughs> I want ducks! I love ducks! Oh, my gosh. Danielle's
1: oh. son just, like, was waving to me, and he was waiting to be, like for a moment so he could, like, flash me a picture of his new car, but Danielle already showed me. All right, so what do I got? What do I got? Oh, okay, we'll do this one. (laughs) Woman mortified after her husband keeps fake proposing to her all over Disneyland. Oh, I know! Oh, my God! I feel like this is just an asshole move, and I I know a couple guys that would do this. Like, they're already married. So it says, uh, ah, the down-on-one-knee proposal. (laughs) It's It's a tradition as old as the hills, and it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime moment when a partner drops to one knee, gazes deep into their booze eyes, and asks, Will you marry me? (laughs) Though many choose to keep the proposal moment low-key and private, others are totally happy performing it in public and drawing a crowd of strangers. It's not hard to see why. The shower of applause when a person says yes must be exhilarating. But let's face it, once is enough. Nobody wants to go through that very public display of romance all the time. Mm -hmm. The husband of TikTok user Kelly... under under a score curb understood that discomfort and learned the way leaned way into it although he and his wife were already married over the course of their vacation in Disney World he repeatedly reposed (laughs) 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 he repeatedly dropped to his knees to propose in front of all the people oh my god it says as her caption for the video stated he was in the clear for some mischief we were already engaged so he knew he'd get away with this we go back in June wish me luck the horror on her face each and every time is truly the sight to behold.
0: <laughs> I would be like, I'm not going with you. Uh, I can't so go it with says, you. So
1: TikTok users all, had all sorts of responses to the video. When he started clinking that glass to get more attention, I just couldn't take it. <laughs> when he started doing did it. he? he
0: yeah, did that? Yeah,
1: there's a video of it. Hold on. Oh my God.
0: So he gets everybody's attention? He- oh my God, I would kill him. <laughs> Jesus, the way my daughter talks together, to me, the way she
1: talks to my husband. Now I'm stuck on TikTok. Uh-oh. But anyway, so apparently he would be like, he would get everybody's attention and do it. And then she's just like, oh my fucking God, stop oh. it. <laughs> so that is fucking fantastic. And I need that in my life.
0: Oh my God. I need that in my life. Like <laughs> you would be so upset because it would be fake. And you're like, I'm done.
1: Well, yeah, Paco knew us better than pull that shit. But we're Paco not wouldn't to do it you. anyway. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He'd be like, no, nah, babe, that was once. That was good. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of tiktok i was bagging up first of all um we did lose dmx over the past week which is a sad sad thing for us especially for us 90 kids
0: to lose dmx yes oh my god so i can only get in <laughs> <laughs> no i think it's um his voice is so, like, something that I'll never forget. He's iconic. Yeah, he is like, really iconic. Ugh. Yeah, and, and, he's, he's just, and he doesn't look like he would sound like it.
1: He doesn't. He looks like he'd be, like, a I was Jodacy lucky type. Enough, I was lucky enough to see him live a few years back with Paco. Um, oh, when you are on the beach? For the record, he was really late, and I watched him for the boardwalk because I didn't think he was actually going to come because he was already arrested for drugs. And he was late, very late, like an hour and a half late getting to the show. Because he was arrested? Because he was arrested for drugs. So no, I watched oh DMX Ashanti and uh ja Rule. So anyway, um <laughs> we lost DMX, which is very sad, um, for the hip hop community. You know, he was a big part of the nineties, you know. Stop, drop, shut him down, open up, shut.
0: Yeah, like I just it's gonna be weird. Like I always remember his voice. Yeah. But he always looked like he'd be, like, a Jodeci type. Like, hey, girl. Licking his lips kind of like a... Yeah, not uh, anymore. He was
1: looking kind of rough. I mean, he he's always struggled with drug problems. This isn't the first time, you know, things have happened. And he did die, you know, from complications at, due to an overdose. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, there was this lady on TikTok. And she was an older lady, probably, like, I want to say mid-50s, mid to late 50s. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, so... Um, this is for my older white ladies, and she goes on, and she was like, I really love mayonnaise, and I put mayonnaise in everything. I've even put mayonnaise in cornbread, you know, instead of eggs, and, Ah! like, then she's like, okay, are we alone? And then, you know, she says... (laughs) I saw it, but I only got to see it. I I I know. I tried. And and then I I I tried. I tried. And apparently TikTok, when you share it to your story, cuts it to 26 seconds, which really upset me because that shit was hysterical.
0: Oh, my God. She's licking.
1: So she says, she says, so we, you know that, you know, this rapper died and you all are wondering, you know, who is this guy? I don't know him, but you do. She was like, have you ever tried to sound cool in front of your friends or your kids and you're like, y'all going to make me lose my mind up in uh. here? She was like, he's the up in here guy. <laughs> that was her. That's no, what you're saying. And I watched that too, like four times because she was so excited.
0: She was like, he's the up in here guy. Oh, my God. And he, he was a handsome guy. Uh, Does it make you sad a little bit that it's like he couldn't get it together? Like, get I, away from drugs? because he was such a big part
1: of, you know, you and I had very different types of music in the 90s. Like, you were, like, alternative. And you liked a little R&B, but you were, like, you know,
0: I was... Uh, very early on, I definitely liked more of the R&B stuff, for sure. But then I... I went through, not not a metal phase, necessarily, but, like, Dr. Feelgood was, like, my favorite album.
1: Okay, Dr. Feelgood was the 80s. That was Motley Crue.
0: I know, but I found it later. Oh, you found that shit later. Yeah, and I think some of it had to do with Jen Burnett. Probably. Right, because Probably. she was always, like, a metal person. Yes, Jan Burnett's always So, been. I kind of went through that. I kind of found, like, my dad went through old albums that he had, so I was, like, kind of into, like, the old Van Halen, like, when it was still, like, David Lee Roth, and... Well, I grew up I with... I went through a big, long I grew up with Kira, and when my
1: parents got divorced, Kira and I got really, really close. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of music she listened to, so in return, like, that's the start, type of music I started mm-hmm. liking. And these were, like, huge, like, summer anthems and things like that, mm-hmm. and they were a big part of my life, so... I was really sad when I heard that DMX, you know, passed. Um, I mean, we pretty much knew it was coming, though. I mean, if you followed him, if you followed him in the past few years, he's really been like, he just could not shake it. He, yeah. He could not shake his addiction, and addiction is very real. People, please get help if you have it, Um, if you have an addiction problem. But I was sad. I thought, but that old lady that was like, he's the up in here guy. And I played it for Paco last night. Paco thought it was hysterical. Paco was like, the up in here guy! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my
0: god. That's so cute. The- okay, let me see.
1: Danielle, what do you have?
0: So I have like these two pregnancy stories.
1: You know what I don't care about? Pregnancy that I don't story? ever want to have in my life is another pregnancy story. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm definitely um, happy that I can't have any more children. Right, because um, now you got a brand new, like, five year old. So, let's see. Okay. So, this guy separates from his wife. Yes. Meets a girl. Yes. Knocks her up. Okay. Decides to go back to the wife. What? Mm hmm. Okay. Well, this is on the Am I the Ansel forum.
1: Wait. So, guy breaks up with the wife, gets a girlfriend, mm-hmm. knocks up girlfriend.
0: Well, actually, not even, actually, I, I said it wrong already. He was with a girl for a really long time. Okay. They broke up. He got with somebody else, knocked her up. They decided it wasn't going to work out, so he went back to the ex-girlfriend. Okay. I don't know if that's kind of the order that happened. Like, he decided to go back to the girlfriend, or they just, you know, whatever. But what they knew that those two weren't going to work out. Okay. Right? But somehow, they ended up making twins. Oh, shit. Sure. hmm So, this girlfriend that he went back to is unable to have children. Oh. So, she feels like, you should just give me the children, or at least one of them. Wait. And has taken over her pregnancy.
1: So, she wants a ba- She wants her babies? Like, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, I can't have kids, so you should give me yours, because I'm with mm-hmm. her. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, Because well, no. I'm going to be their mother. No. You're mm-hmm. going to be their stepmom, bitch.
0: Mm-hmm. So, oh, you know what's weird? I have to just talk about real life for a second. So, Bruce has a son, and he's, um, you know, little. He's the most adorable little thing. I call him little chicken nugget. I just... Just adore him. Well, last night he was like, I have two moms. And I was like, no. <laughs> because I think it would really hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? If somebody came home and said, I have two moms. You know what I mean? When Kevin and I first broke up and Katie was like three
1: years old. We broke up when Katie was like 15 months old. Mm-hmm. When Katie was like three, um, Kevin and his girlfriend at the time brought Katie home. And as Kevin was getting Katie out of the car, he said, say bye to Mom, Katie. <gasps> And she went, bye, mommy. <gasps> oh, my God. And Gem, I was living with my friend Jen at the time, and I said, "Jem, take my daughter. Jen, uh, take, take
0: my daughter. Right. Oh, my God.
1: This girl was young, too. She was, like, maybe 18, 19. hmm I was hot. I said, first of all, let's get one thing clear. hmm She is not her mother. She can be her Stacy. Because mm-hmm. that was her name. She was like, she can be her, whatever you want to call her, but the name mom, mama, mommy, none of that. any of their derivatives. None of that comes out of my mouth while addressing that woman. Right. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. I'm glad you found somebody. She's good to my daughter. That's fine. I am it. Mm -hmm. I am it. Right. That's it. He was like, don't tell me, blah, blah, blah.
0: I'm like, oh, I'm telling you, all right.
1: I said, please don't make me fuck up your girlfriend just to spite
0: you. (laughs) It's not even really her fault (laughs) really at the end of the day. It's him. Uh,
1: So I went over to the car and I said, look, I appreciate everything you do for my daughter. I know that you really love her, but I need you to correct her when she calls you mom because you are not her mother. Right. I am her mother. Right. And I do a
0: good job. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't need right. a, a second. Even though yeah. Kevin used to be like, I'll have Katie full time by the time she's 10. Oh my God. Really? Because you, you grew- broke up in 15 months. It was going to take him an, an eight and a half year plan. Right. First of all, to off. get his daughter back. <laughs> That's what he messed up the first time he said it. An really? eight and a half year plan. She didn't even like you growing up. So, anyway. Uh. She
1: respected that. And Kevin was so pissed off at me because I was like, I went to her with that. So he went told to his mom and his mom's like, she's absolutely right. Yeah. So Katie does call Ron dad. hmm But she did not start calling Ron dad until she was about
0: 17. Right. Well, Ron did kind of like help raise her for a really long time. Ron did raise her. Yeah. I mean, so, he's, you know, in my case, it's like, you know, he has a mother who loves him very much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And takes care of him and... You know, that's, you know, his mom and stuff. So, I and then Bruce is like, well, you'll be a stepmom one day. I'm like, yeah, but that's not the same. And I'm like, I'll, I'll love him kind of like a child, but it's, you know, you can't expect. I don't want him to ever. Like, I love Devin. Like, he's my very own. and I would kill somebody for him. Devin I know, has, but I was like, well, what do you, Devin what do you, you call yourself? Mom. Yeah, I'm like, well, what do you call yourself? He calls like, me
1: Miss Jamie, and I hate it. And I'm like, quit making him call me Miss Jamie. And Paco's like, that's how we were raised. He'll call you Miss Jamie. So, Devin calls me Miss Jamie.
0: And I was just kind of thinking, like well. What other kind of names can you be called that's somebody who, like, loves you very much but isn't your mom? And I'm, like, because, you know, I'm not his mom. He's got one of those. and But I was thinking it would be really neat, like, if we had other names for people that are kind of, like, a stepmom without being called a mom. You know, because, like I said, he's got one. You know, so I was just, like, well, you always have a mommy. You know, you have a mommy already. You don't need a mommy. You know, another mommy, because you already got the best mommy there is. I was like, but I can be, you know, your your best friend in the world. You know, because so. right. I was like, I don't know. I've never had to go through this before. You know what I mean? I've never had somebody that was young enough that would be like, oh, I have two mommies. And then you're like, you have to kind of I mean, correct it, them. it was never anything in my house. Like, Katie called Ron Ron. Yeah.
1: She called his mom, mom Pam, or Miss Pam. Really? But as far as, like, she just called him Ron.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people could like write in with ideas on like what you know little kids could call like you know the stepmom, you know, without you know saying your mom. You know what I mean? Because I would never want to take that designation away from you know who she is. I mean, she loves him very much. Um, But anyway, it just made me think about that, and I was like, wow, we had to have like a whole little discussion, you know, like you know, and it was like, wow, I never had to do that before. So it was a little, it was a little awkward feeling because I didn't know what to say. My name should be. Anyway, so this is the interesting thing. Okay, so anyway. This is how it went.
1: I'm going to stop eating these.
0: Na- and I'm going to just read this thing. And it came from the mirror because it's so like, holy freaking balls. It says, navigating pregnancy after a relationship has ended can be tricky, but many seem to make it work. One woman thought she was going to have a tough time when she found out she was expecting after dating a man for three months. All right. She claims they called it quits and he'd already got back together with his ex-girlfriend when she discovered she was pregnant with twins. Can you imagine that shit? Like not one, but two. Fuck. Initially, she didn't think he'd want much to do with the babies, but he was ecstatic as his partner has previously been told she'd never be able to get pregnant naturally. And he'd always wanted to be a dad. This all seemed fine until the girlfriend started acting as if the children were hers and the mum to be was nothing more than a surrogate. What? <laughs> yes, she keeps saying it. It gets creepier and creepier. Like, I would never do this to someone. All right, the unnamed woman, 29, explained all in the post on Reddit's Am I the Asshole form, which you know we love here straight from we the net. We do love it. We do love it. <laughs> we do. Where she asked fellow users for advice on the situation. Like, I'd be getting a fucking restraining order in this bitch. She wrote, I date a guy, Joe, 30. For three months before he left me to go back to his ex, Kim, 30. Right after we broke up, I found out I was pregnant and now I'm at 24 weeks. I let him know and he was ecstatic. Turns out his girlfriend had fertility issues and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, getting back together was out of the question for both of us. So he's still with his girlfriend. Joe was only allowed at the initial appointment because of COVID-19 and we found out I was having twins. According to Joe, when he told Kim, she had a mental breakdown about her infertility and wanted to talk to me. I met them at their house, and Kim stated that she wanted to be involved in my pregnancy because she would eventually be the children's stepmother. She started telling me that I needed to do a home birth, that I needed to formula... Yeah, gets better. (laughs) That I needed to formula feed so that they could have the babies half of the week, that she wanted one boy and one girl, and that she (laughs) wanted the kids to call her mama. That's why I was saying, like, oh, I had the situation. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she wanted to be called mama. Since they would be calling her mommy. That's what made me think of the situation to begin with. Because I was like, I don't know. Any variation of mom, mom, mommy, whatever. I don't know. I think that should be off the table, frankly. But anyway, I don't. Because I think if it was my well, side, also, I most, wouldn't like it.
1: Most kids, when they start to speak, ma, 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 ma is the right. first word. Right. Or
0: da, da, da. Right. Oh, so anyway. Creepy so, bitch. She says, I shut her down and said I would make the best choices for my children in my body. And I left. So things continued to get worse as Kim started texting her every day about her eating habits, exercise, and moaning that her job wouldn't let her take maternity leave as she wasn't the one who was pregnant. At the virtual genetics counseling appointment, she attended instead of Joe and took over the whole meeting trying to talk about her family history, which wasn't relevant. When it came time for my 20-week level 2 scan, they allowed me one guest and Joe suggested I take him instead of him, which I refused to do. Joe did end up coming and he found out the gender because I wanted to keep it a surprise for me so we could throw a gender reveal party. I put a pregnancy announcement on my social media and then she put up an announcement saying they were expecting twins the non-traditional way and how blessed she was. I was irrational, but I kept, or no, I was irritated, but I kept my mouth shut. Then she threw a gender reveal party and posted it on social media. I wasn't even invited. She also announced that she's having a baby shower. I commented on her posts and told her to stop treating me like a surrogate and that the kids weren't hers and that Joe didn't have any claim or custody of the kids until they were born. I then called Joe and reiterated all of this and stated that I would not be seeing either of them until we went to family court and that my mother would be my birthing partner. He and Kim and some of her friends and family are saying I'm an asshole and her mother even called and insisted I would give her one of my babies like this is the parent trap. What? So am I the asshole? Yes,
1: yeah, so you're the fucking a- well no, she's not. She's like, not. But the the future step, but that's crazy. Like I would keep I would move away. I would move away and not let that that lady anywhere near him cuz she's going to be obsessed. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be one of those visitation then up and move in the middle of the night across the fucking country. And you
0: don't find your babies again. Yeah, right. I know, right? It said more than 3,000 people responded to the woman's Reddit post with many horrified by Kim's behavior and encouraging the mom to be to seek legal help immediately. One person said, I'm not being dramatic in any way when I say this. Get a lawyer now. Keep records of everything and whatever you do, do not allow yourself to be alone with Kim. Almost none of Kim's behaviors is okay. It's in fact disturbing. Block phone numbers, file a police report for harassment if you have to, keep yourself and your children safe. Another commented, Kim's mother suggesting they split the twins between parents. What the actual fuck? And a third added, The original poster was right when she said she wasn't being treated as a mother but the surrogate. I would go so far as to say the twins are seen as objects as well. Uh, the original poster needs to lawyer up and play hardball about custody. Kim's not going to be... Kim's not going to get better here. She has people enabling her behavior. And that is so true. Mm. That is so entirely true. Kim gonna
1: fuck around and get fucked up It's what's gonna happen.
0: I know! I'm like, could you even imagine for a half a second? Like, a half a second. Like, I, I just... I wouldn't even know what to do with myself to think that somebody would be. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. Mm. No, that bitch is crazy. It i watch entirely too much ID Discovery. Like that bitch is throwing
1: up all the red signs of I'm going to take your babies and hide them away and change their names, and you're never going to see them again until yeah. they do a twenty three and Me test when they're nineteen. <laughs>
0: Like, 23 of me test. Well, it kind of reminds me, like, you know, people that, like, cut the babies out and take them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's not going to talk to them or know, like, what's happening with these babies. And she's going to fucking track her down and, and just cut them out. Right. That's another thing. Those bitches are crazy, yo. Oh, my God. And of course, Prince Philip died. God, he looks like the most evilest person in the whole world. Yeah, but he world.
1: wasn't. He was the nicest. I know.
0: But he just, I just hope, oh, my gosh. Like, the pictures they posted him, he looks like. He's turning into a gargoyle.
1: Well now he's dead, so now he's turning into dust.
0: Oh that's not very nice.
1: Well, I mean it is It really wasn't good. very nice for me to say
0: he's turning into a gargoyle either though. Don't you love how like hypocritical I am? <laughs> well the ever... I mean the Queen made the announcement that he just was like her rock and yeah. Nice they've and been he together I mean, they were and... together
1: for like sixty years or something. Like they have been together her whole rule. Like they married before I think her father died while they were on their honeymoon
0: yeah i think i remember when i watched the crown it was something like that Um, but you know what i was watching the crown sort of as i was working because that's kind of what i do yeah um so i never was able to kind of get a real sense of what they say he's like
1: yeah um i follow a little british girl on tiktok and she says that he was an amazing person and that everybody really loved him really and that you know it's a very sad day that all the flies were half mass and it, it, there's like a an eight days of mourning. Oh, really? Type thing. Yeah. Well, so now
0: Harry's coming home. Oh, well, good. good. After all this went on, he's going to come home. But then apparently the Brexit guy said he ain't welcome here. We don't really even want him back because he's a little asshole.
1: They're going... Did
0: Brexit. all this shit and he's a little well, asshole. I mean, I
1: feel like Prince Harry is an asshole and he needs to get rid of Meghan Markle and fucking take his kids and get back into the throne and have those kids... Titled like they're supposed to be, and all that. I mean, I am kind of interested now. Like, she's
0: not coming because they're like, like, oh, she's well, like the she's, seventh to the throne. Like, he ain't never gonna make it to the throne. These fucking people live till they're like a kajillion years old, they like outlive all of us, right? Um, but like, he it, somebody made the point though that Harry got along fine with his family prior to her, right? I don't there like was her. no issues prior to her, and I was always kind of like, not really paid because I don't really pay attention to that much. But I'm like they're saying she's not coming, and well, she's all, pregnant.
1: To be fair, Harry is definitely not Prince Charles's. Anyway, he is definitely her riding coach's. Fucking. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's pic. I will find. I will find the comparison pictures of this guy who definitely is Harry Prince Harry's father. You can tell by the red hair. They look exactly alike, and it is a known fact that she had a an ongoing affair with her riding instructor, who. Happens to be red-haired and looks exactly like Harry. Well, William kind of looks like her. William does look like her. And he also looks like Prince Charles. That's why he's bald shit right now.
0: I thought you'd get balding there from your mom side of the family. He looks like his dad. No, no, but Harry's not coming. Well, Harry's coming, but Meghan Markle's not coming. Okay, nice. But she's pregnant. And they're saying it's because she's in her second trimester or something or whatever. But everybody was like, yeah, but she just flew to New York. And I'm like, oh, I wonder. Like, now it's starting to make me turn a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if she is She's, I a mean, little bit of a toxic, narky kind of yeah, person. Yeah, she is. I don't know. How do you know? I just, there's something about her. I don't like Meghan Markle. There is something.
1: I, I, people don't come at me. Because <laughs> I just, there's something about her that rubs me all the wrong way. And I don't like it. There's something about her that makes my skin crawl. And yeah. I, I didn't like her before, like, when she was on that show, Suits. I didn't like her when she was on that show. Like, oh, I love that show. Like, before she even married
0: Prince Harry, like... No, anyway. oh, I love that show. I love Suits. Oh, my God. What's his facey? Speaking- um, Gabrielle, Gabriel, Gabriel, whatever, Gabriel. Oh, my God. I don't know. But speaking
1: of love. redheads,
0: mm-hmm.
1: home inspector called on camera performing sex act on Elmo Doll.
0: Oh, my God. I can't you even- You like how I
1: transitioned that? Yeah, You know what? I
0: can't even get in with this, though, because it's like we deal with home inspectors like all the time in this job. As an appraiser, we, we deal with this shit all the time. And I can't- This is Ugh, from- Oh, my God. This is from ruinmyweek.com. Well, it's definitely ruining my week to hear about it. Yeah. And
1: this is, it just says simply by Kate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Wayne it. Van Leuven, a home inspector in Clarkson, Michigan, has been charged criminally after he allegedly masturbated with an Emma doll in a child's room while on the job.
0: Oh, my He was arraigned on
1: Wednesday with aggravated indecent exposure and malicious destruction of property under $200. Which are both misdemeanor charges, and here he is with the Elmo doll in the house.
0: No, that's
1: in the house. Wait, show me that picture again. That's in the—he's inside the house. He's by a closet, and he's unbuttoning his pants.
0: Oh my god! Oh and my god! He's Elmo.
1: It says Van Luven was hired by home buyers to inspect the home on March 12th. He entered the property with the buyer's real estate agent, who left while he worked. The property owner had a device set up to alert her when there was movement in the nursery. It did so, and she saw Van Luven masturbating. Van Luven oh then retrieved an Elmo doll from the floor and appeared to begin to masturbate himself with the doll. The homeowner called 911. Police arrived while Van, Leu- Van Leuven was doing his inspection. Van Luven initially told officers he only moved the doll to complete his inspection, but when confronted with the camera, Van Luven apologized. Just when I think I've seen it all, someone sets up. I think I up, a little more than that. Right? Just when I think I've seen it all, someone steps up and surprises me with a new level of disturbing actions. Sheriff Michael Bucard told reporters, This is disgusting. Reminder to be cautious about who you let into your home. The actions of these homeowners will likely prevent the defendant from going into anyone else's home, though. Van Leuven is facing a sentence of up to two years in prison and twenty five two 2500 in fines. He was also ordered to go to a mental health evaluation and barred from being alone in any residence that he does not own.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, you think? Watch the video here. No, I don't want to watch the video. Why do you make me do this stuff? She's like, I don't want to watch the video. But guess what? I want to watch the video.
1: But I have to watch this ad first. $30.
0: That's... Of, of course. course. I mean,
1: there was a whole episode where I was looking up awesome. fucking... We played a whole... porn. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> disturbing. There, out of the room. It involves a disgusting act with a beloved character from Sesame Street. A home inspector... Pleasuring himself with a stuffed toy while on
1: the job. <laughs> he like, gets a whole new, new reason. Hold new remaining so just so tickled me elmo. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Technology can be a blessing and a curse. The camera <sighs> and the baby. I ready.
1: can't, I can't even do this because I'm just banging up because now all these elmo bugs are like in my head and
0: I'm like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> Why are people so? Hello, wrong? You. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the fuck
1: you la, do. La, 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 la. <laughs> Elmo's hole. I can't. I can't. I can't. Elmo's I'm sorry. Hole. I'm
0: sorry. I'm going to hell. Elmo's hole.
1: I don't know. Katie never watched Elmo, so there was that. Um, when did Elmo ever say Elmo's hole? Well, in Elmo's world, but he got it in Elmo's hole. <laughs> I was just sitting there, and I like redheads, and then you know, I like I like them seventy bushes. So I saw this this Elmo doll, and I thought. hmm. That looks
0: appetizing. It really turned me on. Next thing you know, I look down, my dick's hard. <laughs> what do you know? There it is. A hard-ass dick. What was I going to do? Right. I, it was almost like I had to at this point.
1: I mean, the real estate <laughs> agent was going to be back any minute. <laughs> she was redhead, too.
0: <laughs> they don't call me three seconds hand for nothing. What? I got in there and got the job done. Oh, Jesus. That is just... I don't even know where to go from there. So I tickled a I don't know... <laughs> you were wrong for this <laughs> <laughs> you were wrong for this no, I'm sorry, why, why are you terrible why are you a terrible person <laughs> oh. oh shit okay oh my god all right let's see I don't even know where to go from here. I, it's like, I'm trying to have, like, another... I have to, like, do something else now, and I just got all of that. Okay, so the other thing that's trending right now, Khloe Kardashian. <sighs> oh. I, was,
1: I hate the Kardashians. And I, I try not to hate them, because they, they really physically have never done anything to me. But their their sheer existence just annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like, they annoy the fuck out of me. And I'm a why. I don't know. Like, why? <laughs> their, their demeanors, their voices. The only one I like is Kendall.
0: You know, a lot of people say that, though. And then, I don't know. Like, uh, Yeah, you know what? I really love this one guy, the, the guy that acts like K- Kirby Kardashian. He acts like he's the brother, and he photoshops himself into all these pictures. Oh. You've I've, never seen I've it? I've never seen that. Oh my god, it's hilarious. You gotta look at it. And even the Karda- like some of the Kardashians follow him because he's fucking hilarious. Like he does such a great Photoshop that it really looks like he's there. Oh. Yeah, and there was one with Kendall, I guess, and when she went to that Met Gala thing where everybody dresses real crazy. That was
1: Kylie, I thought.
0: Oh, uh, I thought it was Kendall. Kendall's the very low key
1: one. No, I know, but She's when she went modeling. but
0: she went there, she kind of was like flames. Oh. Like yeah, her yeah, dress yeah, was like yeah. a flame. Yeah, that was her. And he dressed up like a fire pit or something like that. <laughs> like he like, but he photoshopped himself. Like that's how he does it. So like he fits into the pictures. Like however they're dressed, he's kind of dressed similar to it. So okay. it looks like he's with them. It's hilarious. But anyway, she is getting some serious shit right now because she was at some part or like a house thing or something, and she was in a bikini and she looked fucking fine. By the way, because her body's stupid. She works out all the time. She really takes care of herself. Right. And because it wasn't retouched and edited or whatever, she's freaking the fuck out and suing everybody who's posting it. And she wants that picture taken down. And she put this whole long diatribe on her page about how you know, you guys tear me down no matter what I do. And, you know, I've worked very hard. Well, if you work really hard, why do you care about this picture? Right. It's like, get the fuck over yourself. Like, you can't tell people to, like, love themselves and work hard. And uh, and then you do this shit. You know what I mean? So people are, like, really giving her the fucking business right now. And the picture that she posted, she looked great in it. Look, that's the picture she wants everybody to take it down. The one on the right where she's, like, white, white.
1: Uh, The one in the leopard? The one on the right. Yeah,
0: the one on the right.
1: She looks fine. She looks
0: fine. She wants that's the picture she is suing to get taken down off the internet. She wants it gone forever, which will never happen, by the way. Oh Jesus Christ. And so people are like, Oh my god. And she looks fine in that picture. You can kinda tell on her face though, without like all the makeup and all the whatever, that she's had some work done on her face though. Because Chloe was always the natural one. And I always liked that she was just kind of natural. Right. Like Kendall and Kylie yeah, are not she, Kardashians. Then, they are jenners.
1: But then she fucking um Lost all that weight and turned into a phony bitch. Like, I liked fat Khloe. Well,
0: I mean, but she's really taken a lot, like, care of herself. She works out. She she eats And good for her.
1: But then she, she got her face done. And then, like, I'm sorry. Like, she was way more down to earth before she lost all the weight. I used to love Khloe Kardashian. I used to watch the Kardashians just for her. And then she lost all the weight. And then she became...
0: Your typical Kardashian. And I liked her because she wasn't the typical Kardashian. Right. Well, there were everybody was posting different pictures, like, of her, but they're all gone now, too. I'm like, oh, shit. All
1: right. I got something. Are we ready?
0: Yeah, but you know it makes me mad? Because there was this other picture of her where it was, like, what she used to look like and what she looks like now. And you could see, like, all the work they had. And they're like, well, why don't you want that done now? Look. And now that's going, too. Mm-hmm. Even that picture's gone. Yeah, so she's she, like going overtime getting rid of all of them. Yeah, she's petty. And she might be a little petty now. Uh-huh. She doesn't even look like
1: anything like she used to anymore. She can't preach body positivity and then get looking pissed off when there's people posting pictures of her where she doesn't like her body. No, no. You're supposed to love yourself. You're supposed to be out there advocating body positivity and you're being a fucking little brat right now. And sit, take several weird. fucking seats and sit down, Khloe Kardashian.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really surprised by the whole thing. Um, I don't know. She doesn't even look like herself anymore. Makes me sad. Yeah, and she going. used to
1: be prettier when she was fatter. Did you hear that? You were prettier when you were fat.
0: She wasn't. She was never fat, though. No, she was thick. She was a little thick, but she was never fat. So, like, let's just get that straight, because she was never that. All right, anyway. She, was, she used to always be my favorite.
1: Let's talk about this couple that tries to have sex while skydiving and ends up in the hospital after they forgot to open their parachute. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is from smalljoys.com. Oh, Lord. Leslie and William lived to tell the crazy story of their mid-air snipe in an an episode of TLC's Sex Sent Me to the ER. Have you ever watched that show? It's fucking hysterical. No. The adrenaline junkie couple um, thought it would be fun to have sex in the air, but they got so engrossed in the act that they forgot to open the parachute on time, leaving William with injuries to his groin and face. This is not real. Yeah, it's on the show. Oh my god. In the video from the episode, the couple explained that he had been dating for more than a year, and I'm an adrenaline junkie, and she's an adrenaline junkie in training, and... Oh no. Oh no. Did she lose it? Like, this... Oh, Oh, it's all gone? God damn it.
0: You gotta just love this shit, I swear.
1: God damn it. I have to open that shit in chrome. Son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. By the way, I got a new phone, and I hate it. Do you? I hate this phone. Okay. I hate it. I. It's a Motorola Edge. It's the new one, and it's fucking awful. Okay. Open in browser. Let's do that. There it is. All right. So it says... I'm an adrenaline junkie and she's an adrenaline junkie in training and she loves it. And I love it, William said. I'm very, very sexually active, Leslie added. Oh, God. William can just look at me and honey, I'm just, bam. It's got to be on when when it comes to sex. I come up with all the ideas. I come up with a lot of the different ways to try and have sex.
0: Oh, my God.
1: While they were gearing up for the stunt, Leslie suggested that they shouldn't do it while in free fall. She knows better than to throw a challenge at me, William said. He knows she knows her desire immediately becomes my desire to fulfill
0: ew yeah this is just gross
1: when they managed to connect in the air they got so caught up that they forgot to pay attention to their surroundings we're having sex while we're making love william expressed. the next time i look at the timer it hits me we're in trouble he managed to deploy leslie's parachute but first he had to he had some trouble with his own the couple were rushed to the hospital where William was told that he had some in- injuries to his groin area and a broken nose. I actually thought that our sex life was done completely, Les- Leslie expressed. But the doctor reassured them that William would find a- would be fine in just a few weeks. <laughs> oh my god. What are your thoughts on this? Let us share. I think that it's gross. First of all, like, how do you get attached to each other?
0: You just
1: that was a big relief for me. You should be good going
0: about six to eight weeks. Oh, and as uh, for the sex in the sky thing, nobody's uh, gonna believe you. You're
1: right. Nobody's gonna love believe you.
0: Yeah, my beautiful, most loved, plays my womb. Yeah, I love. Ew! It. That's
1: just the way they do it on the oh, show. Yeah. Like they make them all rednecky and stupid. Do they? Which, for the record, that was a rednecky, stupid move. Like. <laughs> I want you to stick your dick in me from 35,000 feet. And I don't mean I want to join the Mile High Club. I mean, <laughs> I want to be on your dick while I'm a mile high. <laughs> Flying out the airplane. Right. But don't forget, why didn't you set an alarm on your watch? Like.
0: I don't know. I guess that they're hurtling through the fucking air at, like, God knows how, how fast. How, about the velocity.
1: How are you even, like, there couldn't have been much movement because the, with that, that velocity, you're probably, like, he probably managed to get it in her. But they're not going to be able to move around. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know, even know how you would do that. It's not, you, you're you just going to insert it and we're going to fall down. Like. <laughs> I don't see how they would even insert it. It's ridiculous.
0: If y'all. What
1: time is it? Is it time? Well, can I
0: just say real quick, when we came home from, remember I told you at the beginning of this, of this. Uh-huh. I had a panic attack for like an hour and a half uh-huh. on the way.
1: Ron said, so didn't Ron comment something
0: about the Mile High Club in your... Yeah, something like that, yeah. That well... motherfucker
1: ain't never fucked in the airplane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lying ass bitch. But uh, when we were on the way home. We got on the plane. Right. I went all the way to the back because uh-huh. it was where the bathroom was. Uh-huh. Because when I get like my panic attacks, it makes me have to pee. Right. And it makes me have to pee a lot. So, I was like, if I'm going to freak out, I need to be right near there. I don't want people watching me walk past them every three minutes to go pee on the plane. So, I'm like, this is my panic disorder. Like, let's prepare for our panic. Right. Let's let's get ready. So, we get all the way to the back. And then we get there. And then they make us wait before we move. Like, they shut up the plane. We're sitting there. And we must have waited 10, 15 minutes before they actually started pulling away the taxi. I start crying. Like, and not a little cry. Like, snotty cry. Like, through my mask. And I'm begging Bruce to let me off the plane. Baby, let's just get off the plane. We'll just drive home. Please don't make me do this. Baby, let need get off the plane, please. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, it was bad. I'm, I was hysterical. Like, I need to get off the plane. And he was like, look. Look, I hear you. <laughs> Poor fucking guy. He I, deserves a fucking medal. I literally looked at him and I was like, I'm going to be alone the rest of my life because eventually you're going to leave me because I'm ridiculous. And I know I'm being ridiculous, but I'm terrified to be on this plane. I <laughs> am
1: going to fly for the first time with Paco. Um, I've really only flown with Sally. Uh-huh. Um, Sally knows how to deal with me on a plane. Well, how do you go on the plane? Um, I get really panicky at the takeoff and at the at the landing.
0: I love landing. Um, I'm fine at landing. I'm like, let's go.
1: So I don't, I don't look out the window. Mm-hmm. I don't look oh, out you the, don't? No, and not until we're like descending. When we're descending, I'll look out the window. Um, I am very, keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. I'm on my phone. I'm listening to music. I'm doing everything in my power not to remember that I'm on a plane. Right. If there's a bit of turbulence, I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm like, holy shit, motherfucker. <laughs> like, well, it's that's bad. Well, that's but I, I, I don't cry. I don't act like a goddamn fool. Oh my God. Don't judge
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want you to know my Xanax kicked in after we got take. We took off. I listened to, and I had this little thing for anybody who's around. It takes two by Robbie.
1: It takes two to make a thing yeah. go
0: right. When my therapist was like, find a song that like makes you get into that song. Blah blah blah. Like when I was having some panic before, so I would listen to that when I would go over bridges. Right. Because I would sing it and it would keep me focused. Kind of like when I call you, I can't like really be anxious because I'm on the phone or I'm doing something. So I put that on. So I listened to that like three times. Then I listened to like Sean Mendez or something. Because I love me some Sean Mendez. And then I was like, Oh, I have a movie. Let me put my movie on. So I watched um, Friends with Benefits or uh-huh. something with Mila Kunis and, and Justin, Ash- whatever.
1: Ash- yeah, yeah, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Justin
0: Timberlake. And I was like, Oh, it was great. Well, then we did hit turbulence, and it was the bad kind of turbulence. Like, we, everybody thought we were going down. And my Xanax was uh, accounted for, but I literally was like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I mean, I'm screaming (laughs) at the top of my lungs, and bruising. And I got his arm, and I'm buried in his arm. I'm surprised he doesn't have, like, marks in his arms for me. He's so like, oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Like, I'm flipping the fuck out. So, I want you to understand, as soon as it was over, I went right back to watching it. Because my Xanax wouldn't allow me to go, like, out of control. <laughs> so, like, it was like, as soon as the turbulence was over, it was like, boom, and we're done. And we're back to watching our movie. And I was like, I did it, baby! I did it! he was like, did you? But did you do it? Like, what? <laughs> Get off the plane because I was totally fine I, it's after we got through all that I was totally fine I was like I did it oh my god I really did it and he's like but did you but did you bitch <laughs> did you did you anyway so if you have anyway I, ahead, if you Jamie. have ever
1: had sex sent you to the ER <laughs> um write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you um you could also find us on Facebook at uh, Straight from the Net. I'm on TikTok I'm Jamie Hallible on TikTok um I mean You're not I'm not really on Twitter anymore. I'm not I'm not really on Twitter anymore because Twitter's giving me no love.
0: In a way <laughs> Twitter's just ugh, In a way like neither is
1: TikTok, but I've only been on there for a couple weeks, so we're gonna give that some more time. Yeah. Um I don't know how to use TikTok. TikTok's fun. I just learned how to duet. I don't I haven't yet, but I, I I know how to do it now. Yeah, and there's a bunch of platforms that we're on that Danielle's gonna tell you about. No, but you gotta write us in uh, uh, oh, it straight from the net at Write us in it straight from the
0: at gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry. I'm real tired, y'all. Um anyway, you can find us every Wednesday in the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. Whoever thought that was a great idea to put us on the radio, I don't know, but we love you for it. And thank you. Actually, it's Louie. Hi, Louie, thank Hi you. Hi, Louie, yeah. Louie,
1: Louie, we see you. We seen you with the with machine gun Kelly, and we yeah. seen you with with the Kardashian. Don't let her hear this one. Um, <laughs> I know
0: they'll be like, we don't like you either. Cut them out. They but, canceled
1: um, us. I'm just saying, you know, you and your up and coming bullshit. Don't forget about your loyal girls. I'm I know. Just saying.
0: I know. Yes, yeah, sir. So, um, Louie is uh, the guy at the radio station and gave gave us our shot. And he's also a DJ and an interviewer himself. And he helped us at the WMLD. And we guys, we love you guys so much up there. And he just got his shot on the Howard 100 channel. And on the Thursday, uh, right. the first Thursday of every month, he's going to be interviewing somebody new. And Louie, if you fucking interview Keanu Reeves and you don't tell us bitches so we can barely be with you, I will hunt you down. Yeah, it's going to be bad news for you. But anyway, maybe if they ever need somebody else over there at the Howard 100 or God knows anyone in those serious studios over there, you let them know about your girls. But in the meantime, thank you for giving us a shot. You can hear us every Wednesday at 1 o'clock on the WMLD. If you miss it, that's okay. You're going to hear us at 7 o'clock on Saturday. And if you miss it again, not a problem. You know why? Because I'm going to upload it to all our platforms, including Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So we will see you the next time. Okay, Okay, bye. bye!